Welcome to the Sports Reverends Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm joined with my big bro, the also known as the Coach. What's up, Coach? Word. It is almost June. It is. This year is already half over. It's wild. It's wild. That's unbelievable. And when it's that June time, that's when Sports Rev Drew is extra busy because it's a golf season for him. And he's got three kids. kids. He gone. It's not even kids. It's just the golf. It's just golf. And uh, we understand that. I get that. Um, You ready for this? I'm ready. There's so much to like. This is prime time year of the sports. I love, I love, I love and hate it because the playoffs is awesome, but also means stuff is coming to an end. That's true. So that's true. Well, you can't think of it that way. It's like that's like my wife when she goes on vacation. We get there and we have seven days in this place, and she's already thinking about, oh no, we have this many days left. Can't think of it that way. You gotta enjoy the. That's moment. because that's because you aren't a planner. That's true. I just you aren't go. a planner. I just go. You just show up. Yeah. We got NBA playoffs. We got NHL playoffs. We got Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes. This is amazing. We got Julio Jones, man. Julio Jones. That's what I'm saying. And and then we got uh, the Blue Jays just taking off as well. This is wild. This is wild. Um, before it. we go anywhere, let's get into some sports reverends. Quick hitter news. Phil Mickelson becomes the oldest player to win a PGA championship at age 50. There's still hope for sports rev Drew to get on that level. Now he's got some time. He's got some time. This is a sad one. Depends which side of the, the fence you're on, but Villarreal defeated Manchester United on penalties to win the Europa League final, meaning United once again has no trophies this year. That's that's tough. That's tough. But the Winnipeg Jets, yes, the Winnipeg Jets sweep Connor McDavid, Drysidle, and the Edmonton Oilers. Unexpected. Unexpected for sure. Count me as one of the bandwagon jumpers. Uh, the fan who spit on Trey Young and the dude who dumped popcorn or Russell Westbrook have been banned from future NBA games. Fair? Unfair? Get totally fair. Get him out of here. Adam Vinatieri retires after 24 seasons in the NFL. Multiple game-winning Super Bowl kicks. Impressive career. Impressive. Automatic that dude. Uh, Julius Randle, to no one's surprise, has won the most improved player. Jordan Clarkson won the sixth man of the year. That's pretty good, pretty good. Blue, J- Blue Jays, Alec Manoa wins his first ever MLB start. He's 1-0, 0 ERA, 6 innings pitch, 7... What's that one? Stat, 7... Strikeouts. Seven strikeouts, 0.67 whip. Unbelievable. He's set the bar really high for himself. 
Before we get to any more sports news, let's hear a word from our sponsors. Our sponsors, I'm wearing their shirt right now. This is called uh, One Bone T-shirts. It's a little blurry there, Coach. But One Bone, I'm telling you, it's the the, the, the tagline for One Bone T-shirts are big, tall, and all. It's like the freshest shirts, and it will be the best clothing you put on your body. I'm telling you this. This is fact. They have long sleeves. They have uh, scoop T-shirts. They have waffle weave. They have hoodies. They have short sleeve hoodies. And you can get a discount because you listen to the Sports Reverence. The discount code is Sports Rev. No, sorry. Sports Revs 15. Sports Revs 15. You can find that on our website under the sponsors page. There's a, a code there and our link right to the One Bone website. Go get yourself these One Bone shirts. I'm telling you, it's a game changer. 100%. 100%. They're great. I just got three of mine. They're phenomenal. We are going to have a little fashion show from Coach. He's going to put us a little uh, couple picks so we can put them up on the gram. Now, let's Hide get my back. Fat. I love it. Let's get back into <laughs> some sports talk. And then, you know, I wanted to start with a little beef that I had, all right? The beef that I've had is I've just been was it good? sick. I've been sick of Uh-oh. emotional fan bases. And I, I want to start with the Toronto Raptors. I love the Toronto Raptors. I'm ripping their hats right now, all that stuff. Um, I'm, in their, I'm in a bunch of different fan groups for the Toronto Raptors on Facebook because I drop uh, – I write some articles for Overtime Heroics. And uh, I dropped those articles in there so we could get some more viewage and uh, basically have some debate. And these fans, I, they're just so emotional. It's one, we've, we've been blessed for a long, long playoff run. I believe it's eight years. An eight-year-long playoff run filled with a lot of emotions, filled with a lot of uh, growth. And ultimately, we got the prize. We got an NBA championship, which is very impressive. And then even after that, you know, we had a good run with post-Kawhi Leonard, which is pretty impressive. And all these fan groups are, I'm telling you, they're just ripping Masai Ujiri and Webster. They're saying Nick Nurse should have been fired before the All-Star break. And, and there's so many factors into why the Raptors had a terrible season. And I'm not even going to defend that right now. Um, um, being okay, I'll defend it a little bit. They were in Florida. Uh, they get booed at every home stadium. They uh, every home game. Um, they had were hit with COVID before uh, the All Star break when they were doing well, and then it just got too late. It got too late. Anyways, all that set aside. I'm not even talking about just the Raptors. I'm talking about many of these fan bases. We look at the New York Knicks. They had their first playoff win in eight years the other night. And, and the streets of New York are acting like they have just won the NBA championship. And here's an update for you New York Knicks fans who sicken me. Um, you, you sicken me, you New York Knicks fans, the way you, 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 the way you cheer people on, um, cheer on your own team. You're, you're, you're chanting F you to Trey Young all game long as he torches you. Um, uh, the Trey is balding was pretty funny though. Um, say again. When you said Trey is balding, that was pretty funny. Uh, well, they finally had some class. Well, here's the kicker: is 
is you lost tonight. Now you're down 2-1 to a seed that is number five after you've been cheering on like a like you're the champions, cheering on bring on Brooklyn. Really? You have one playoff win. Um, these emotional fan bases. I, I live in Toronto, and this, like it's incredible. Have they not learned their lesson where they've blown leads in series before? And there's these guy. There's I saw a guy riding riding around in his his blue Corvette, and in the passenger seat of his blue Corvette is a Stanley Cup, and in that Stanley Cup, I mean in that Corvette is is, is just vomited everywhere Maple Leaf stuff. And same thing with the house I saw. And it's just like relax, you guys. Just just get through the first round that's been set up for you to not even have to play your kryptonite, the Boston Bruins. Okay. So, um, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. Uh, I'll pass it over to you first, Coach. Okay. All right. Well, honestly, I am in. I'm surprised by my take on this, but uh, I I disagree with you 100. Uh, I love it. I love the excitement. I love the nostalgia. I love, you know, people walking out in retro jerseys. And, like, even even those dudes wearing those Vince Carter jerseys in, in the playoff runs. I think it's great. I think it's great. And you know what? I will 100% say I am a Winnipeg Jets bandwagon jumper. I haven't cared about them until the playoff time. And they've because I've watched a few games throughout the year. They're very inconsistent. But – Playoffs, Jets were way better than they were what we expected them to be, which is great. So I'm just saying, you know, like you can have excitement. That's great. No, but no, no. See, you gotta have, you gotta have that cockiness. You gotta have that. Our team is where we need them to be. Like, and we'll talk about. I'll have a few things to say about about playoffs a bit later, but. I love the Knicks fans. I, the garden when it's full and rocking, it's just something magical about it. There's a there's a reason why there's a reason why everybody loves playing in New York, but not for New York, right? And that's because playing the garden's magical, and like the whole tray is balding, like that was hilarious. You watch if you watch like soccer games across the world, the the chants are ridiculous. They're so uh, they're well thought out and people just go. I'm not sure what your problem is right now. I, I'm confused. So for I me, love it's more it. of like, oh, okay, let's just have like, you had one bad season, let's say for the Raptors, and it's just like, okay, toss everyone under the bus. You guys. Well, okay. Here. I'll, like, yeah, okay, the Raptors have been in the playoffs for the last eight years. They won once. That's a 12.5% return. But that's amazing. That's actually still amazing. In For most teams, think about it this way, Joel. Most teams, NBA, like you don't yeah. win. Not many teams are dynasties ever, right? Some teams yeah. have never okay. won. But they establish. So basically what I'm saying is they establish playoff success regularly. They're at least in there. You know what I mean? Knicks, Knicks haven't even been in there. They won one game. They yeah, split but... a home. They split a home, two game streak with Atlanta, the lower seed. 
Because think about it this way. And uh, I get where you're coming from, but the history of the Knicks and what the Knicks mean to the NBA is, is, is a storied franchise. Yes, they suck. And part of that is coaching, part of that is players, but a lot of that is the owner. The NBA has been fine without them. Just saying. The NBA, fine. The NBA is better when the Knicks are good. And it's and this actually kind of brings an interesting point that is completely sidetracking this. But Coach, you're going to take the conversation here for a little bit. So be ready sure, for I a can, little soliloquy because I got to add. Perfect. We got, our, we got sports rev Drew finally here. I'm going to add him up. Oh, he's, he's, he's coming off from the links, hey? Perfect. Yeah, he decided to show up. So hold up, Drew. <laughs> Uh, it's my little soliloquy. It's interesting because we always talk about parody in sports. And in the NBA, the league is just better when markets like Chicago, New York, LA uh, are just have solid teams. And I don't know, maybe that's just a perception thing, but it's a lot more fun that way. And to, to deny the garden and their fans, you know, their happiness over that, I think is silly. Because that is New Yorkers. They're arrogant. They're confident. They're brash. Just like Leafs fans. Like, the Leafs have won how many cups? But they still think they're the best in the league year over year over year. And that's the kind of attitude you kind of want to have in a fan base, regardless if you're a a bandwagon jumper or not. Like, I have literally zero Jets merchandise. But... Come playoff time, oh, you got a sweater. I'm... You got a sweater. No. Yeah, you went to the game with the sweater. I went to the Raptors game and bought this one. No, you've been to a Jets game. Anyways, okay, keep going. Anyways, regardless. Drew, uh... they can hear you now. Welcome, sports rev, Drew. Uh, no one can see us right now. We can all hear. I'm just getting all the pictures ready just because it good. takes a little second. Uh. Oh, I gave that sweater to dad. That's what happened. Oh, That's what happened. Uh, so, I, I mean, but come playoff time, I'm 100% in Jets. If I had to fill out a bracket, I would put Jets all the way through because that's the team that I support, regardless of how good or how bad they are, regardless of what their championship stats or percentage of actually winning a cup is. That's just, they're, they're who I follow, especially because Detroit sucks and they're going to be perennially building forever. So, yeah. Drew, how are you? All right, Great. we're back. We can see everybody now. <coughs> I guess I just don't get invited to these things anymore. Well, if you was in the mail. messages, you would have been. There was nothing about an invite tonight. Scroll up, Drew. Scroll up and you can read. <laughs> that would be so spicy. So spicy. I was sitting on the couch, and Demel's just like, you know they're going live right now. <laughs> well, let's just talk about your Brown Leafs podcast. Second, let's talk about your Leafs for a second. Um, okay. Um, I was just uh, uh, telling Coach that, you know, just like Leafs, Leafs fans, like a lot of big market teams are, are – a lot of fa- – well, you know, every – market has fans that just overreact but specifically Leafs fans right now I'm just going to single them out 
Like they had, there's this guy driving around in this blue Corvette who has a Stanley Cup sitting in his passenger seat. Okay, and like uh, they're talking about parades and things like this, and it's just like, just like, can you just chill for a minute? Like, get through this series. The the God has set it up for the Leafs to not have to face the Boston Bruins in the first round, and and they have this opportunity there. They they have the the foot on the necks of the Canadians. Just settle down. Get through this series. They have all the what it takes, and um, it just—I just see this emotional response of Leafs fans that is just overconfidence. Now, I'll just just tell me about what you think of the Leafs. Are they going to make it through? Uh, we'll, well, obviously on Monday or Tuesday we can pod, and we're going to like track everything we've guessed to see how we did this week. So, what do you think the Leafs are going to do this week, this weekend, big weekend? Well, it's it's tough to say. Uh, that's a pretty famous famous words. It's tough to say. Well, <laughs> yeah, like I, I try and be a realist about the Leafs. I I didn't think they had a chance when John Tavares went down, but then they came out and firing the next three games. Um, but it's tough to come back from a loss like that. Like when you come back in the third just to lose in the first minute of overtime. That's right. Um, It'll be tough to come back on on, on that. Uh, Campbell should bounce back. He's been playing great this series. Um, I don't understand what they're doing with their defense right now. I don't know if you guys have noticed. They they swapped out Sandine and Dermot for Game 4 and then put Sandine back in for Game 5, and I didn't understand that move. But... Um, We'll see what Isn't happens. Like the first rule of hockey is keep the lines the same. Yeah, I don't know if it was because it was a back-to-back. Like game mm. three and four were back-to-back. I don't know if that's yeah. why they gave the young like Sandine's only twenty-one. I don't know if that's why they gave him the night off. But Dermot played really well yeah. in game four, and then they put Sandine back in. But he wasn't really an issue either. It was just a terrible pass. Did you guys see the pass <laughs> yeah, in overtime? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Like I don't know what he's. I think he thought he was still playing at, on Montreal. Like, yeah, it's one of those things you look at. And you're like, did that, did that really just happen? Yeah, Campbell didn't have a chance like, on that. No, on that. But, um, but yeah, looking forward, I'm, I'm very, I'm gonna be very conflicted if the Leafs end up playing the Jets, um, just because I haven't seen the Leafs past the I saw them in the third round once in my life like <laughs> yeah that's so the, I, I've been waiting for that but we haven't but we haven't seen the Jets really well they had that one run right like where they lost yeah. to Nashville was it Nashville or Vegas Honestly, I think they lost to Vegas Vegas yeah, yeah the first year of Vegas right yeah yeah Vegas won that year but as like as a as a team unit, if Tavares isn't in the Leafs lineup, I think the Jets have a way better chance oh, of going sure. further, like past that series. Yeah, that was my joke. So Drew made that comment on someone's Facebook, and I'm, that was my joke saying he's preampling his excuse why the Toronto that's, no, that's not that's not what I said. I said I hope that the Canadian series goes seven because the longer that series goes the closer we are to getting Tavares back. 
That's, that's all I said. I know. That's what you're meaning. I wasn't giving an excuse why they lose. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're giving the preamble to say this is why, you know. This is, <sighs> well, okay. obviously, it'd be nice to have Tavares back. Yeah. Well, it'd regardless. be nice to have Bufflin in the in the Jets lineup too, but that's never going to happen. Yeah. The, <sighs> yeah. The, the thing with the Jets that I've loved to see is that uh, they're like putting on a clinic on blocking shots. It's been really and hitting, yeah, but, yeah. And obviously, Hellebuck is playing like unreal again. So, um, I really like watching Adam Lowry. Like oh, he just pounds yeah. guys. Lays them out. I love it. I I, I, I was watching Ehlers and like that guy is he's so fast, so fast. Even even in the overtimes, because I took that Tuesday off. He I'm looks like, oh, faster than everybody. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like somebody's holding down this the speed button in this controller of life, and he's just gone. And, he let, and the Jets. I don't even think the goalie ever saw the puck on that overtime goal. No way. <laughs> oh, it no was way, in no. so yeah, fast. Yeah. It's another thought that I kind of had, kind of across uh, basketball, uh, football, across all four major sports. You kind of see. It's cool to see. Maybe because we're getting older, it's cool to see the change from generation to generation of this new nope. talent that's coming. Disagree. And disagree one hundred percent. Well, I'll no, tell you. Uh, go ahead. I'll, go on, go just on. Let me finish. I, I, it's just like it's like people that ruled out like guys like Ehlers or or guys like um um even uh, the guy on the Leafs that uh, took a lot of took a lot of uh, even even uh, Marner took a lot of uh, uh, you know flack um, flack is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Vladdy for the Jays is taking so much flack and and. And and you go through like so many of these sports where these up and coming John Morant now is like this up and coming guy. Luca is this up and coming guy. Like it's cool to see the transition of these young guys kind of stepping in and becoming the new faces of the league. And, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why I disagree. Huh? I'll tell you why I disagree. And and you're right, and that's really cool. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me. Fin- I was waiting for you. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, it, honestly, that's great to see all that. But that means for me personally is all the guys I grew up watching are now being moved out of the league. No more Tim Duncan. No more Kobe. No more Yazeman. You know, no more. You know, all the guys I grew up watching and loving, it's like. Man, like Wayne Rooney's gone. Like it's just that part of me is really sad because when I go to play FIFA now or anything like that, it's like, man, I don't know half these guys because I just have haven't played since like two thousand and five. Well, it's because you're supposed used... to be watching the games. Well, that's the... I want the the basketball I get, but it's like the rest of it is like my old heroes are gone. Well, that's what I like yeah. about the Leafs. Actually, is I like what they did this year. I said at the beginning of the year, bringing in guys like Thornton. And Spezza, yep. seeing them actually be contributors in the playoffs is actually pretty cool. And it's smart. And and I am a Leafs fan, but I'd love to see Joe Thornton win a cup. Like I want to see the Leafs win anyways, but Joe Thornton yeah. deserves a cup for he's been so good for so long, and he's got to be able to shave that beard before he dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. I think the, I wouldn't hold. I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell him to hold his breath. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, you never know, man. You just, all it takes, 
And you can't name five players on the Jets. Like, stop acting like you know hockey. Oh, oh, Drew, stop, stop <laughs> acting like you can read. Like, look at our chat. You can't even tell that we're going on this Friday. I've got nothing um, in the chat. Yeah, if you if you scroll a little bit up, you can read. Um, See, he's being spicy because he knows you're right. <laughs> no, no okay. Name name five Jets players. We can go Ehlers, Wheeler. Um, what are you reading? I'm not. I'm. I'm looking at. I you. can see your eyes reading. This is, this is me looking at the screen. My camera's right up here. I swear. Ehlers, Wheeler's Stastny, Yellow Book, um, uh, Logan Stanley. I can go on forever. I promise. Logan Stanley. You've got to be reading. I'm not reading. There's nothing here. Excuse me, Miss. Miss, you guys don't even have to do any of the tech. I have the Zoom here. I got my OBS here. I got YouTube up here. And I got the stream keys on my left. That's all I have wine, on my wine, screen. Wine, 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 That's all I got on my screen. That's all I'm hearing. Okay. Now, when I was talking about these young guns, all right, I'm sick of these topics with you guys. I hate you guys. Um, <laughs> I'm sick of these topics. Talking about these young guns, okay, a lot of them get to where they are at because of the work and sweat they put in. And speaking of sweat, let's talk about Live Sweat Equity as one of our sponsors, okay? Um, before we get into any other stuff, Live Sweat Equity is one of our uh, new partner programs or new partner sponsors. Um, they are all about living the growth. Our comp their company not only sells products for you to enjoy, but they also offer you the opportunity to live the growth. The, their Canadian-based brand that is one of the first companies to combine sales with cooperative efforts in the, into the company. Sweat Equity is not just a typical company that sells products. We offer the ability to achieve your own sweat equity, and that usually means moolah, okay? It costs nothing to be a part of, uh, and as their revenue grows, so does yours. So Grow Live Sweat Equity, you can become a part of their ambassador program or an elite brand partner like we are. Um, and you can check out this, their, their website and actually get a big discount of 15%. They sell some big ticket items, so 15% off. Uh, some of their items, they get a, you get a pretty good deal. So the, the, the code you can find on our website at sportsreverence.com, but it is sportsrev15. And it'll, uh, if you go to our website, it'll redirect you to their website as well if you check out our sponsors page. Okay. Coach, I'm going to pass it to you. Where are, we, where are we going here? You know, let's just jump straight to NBA playoffs. Let's go. Um we can save the uh, likes, dislikes for the end here. Um, I'll be honest. I have zero interest in the Philly Wizards series. I don't know why. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, actually. I saw, and it's part of my likes and dislikes. So I like that we are in the playoffs and we're there. I dislike teams that are happy just to make the playoffs. When, when Washington made that, that eighth seed, Russell Westbrook celebrated like he just won a title. True. And it's like, bro, you're in eighth seed. You're probably going to get swept again. And you are this excited. There must be some sort of sick sweetener in his contract to be like, oh, you make the playoffs. Here's a 500 grand. Like something like that. 
So I literally have zero, zero tolerance for the Philly Wizards series. That's going to be a sweep. However. Sweep? Really? They're, they're going to sweep them. Yeah. Westbrook and Beal? Maybe. We're not talking. We're done. That was it. That's all we're talking about this. What's more interesting is Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic is killing it. Uh, you sent you sent a uh, thank you. I know it was a very hot take there. I know, I know. Um, you sent a meme about uh, Eminem versus the the other the rapper. Mile. <laughs> the, the, the... Yeah, the Eight Mile guy, whatever his name was, and it's and then with with uh, Luca and Kawhi, and I just I laughed. I was in the middle of a, a Zoom meeting at work, and I just like chuckled and like had to cover my mouth while I laughed because it was hilarious and the meeting was very boring and Luca is just unreal like I know I know Kawhi is supposed to be this amazing defensive player but like how do you guard this guy I I, I don't know how to do it I can like, tell you how about you keep going go ahead no, I, 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 I don't care. Don't that, put that, Patrick Beverly on him. He's five foot eleven, and Luca literally—it's hilarious. He's taking him down in the post, and he's using language from a different country to trash talk him. And I'm sure it's not um, very faithful faith followers' words that they use. Um, <laughs> it's ugly language, is what I'm trying to say. And it's it, like, why don't you put Kawhi on him and Paul George? Rotate. You slow him down at the minimum. Continue. Ty Lu, smack him in the head. No, I, I just think, like, I'm really excited for this series, even though I love Kawhi. I love the guy. He's one of my favorite players. But Luka Doncic is just, I don't, it's, it's, it's a work of art, you know? It's just with, a work of art. I don't even know. Describe Luka Doncic in either one word or one f- sentence. Uh, dominant. He's absolutely. Like, uh, you see his stat line right now at halftime. I don't. Tell me. What, what is 20, it? Twenty-six points, seven rebounds, and four assists at half. Oh, are they? Like, are they, they must be winning. They're two two points down. Oh wow! Wow. We have to keep up to date with this. Like that's a full game of like that's a good game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. He's blockbuster is the word I would use. He's must watch TV, and we're not watching him right now, and I'm upset. And he's still so, so young. Twenty two. Yeah, he's 22. Like it really sucks that Porzingis is always hurt. Yeah, they that would be magic to watch those be, those two together. Like think like about last year in the bubble. Before Porzingis went down, exact same thing. They were destroying the Clippers. Oh, it yeah. wasn't even close. Yeah. Like, then you toss in that the Clippers, and you know, you see reports with them wanting not wanting to face the Lakers and, until the end. Like, if that's true, the A that's shameful. B, I hope Luca just destroys them in this round and sends them home. Can you imagine? I can't even fathom it right now. Well, if that happens, Kawhi leaves. It's playoff P by himself with, with no, no draft picks. picks. Yeah. Like, like cap room, like not, not exist. Like your second best player would be either Ibaka, Pat Bev, or the Morris twin. The better of the two. The better. Yeah, the better. but still. Although he's but not still. playing great. 
Not much better. <laughs> Not much better at this point. Like, slip. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's and that's what that's why. I... Is this the segment of the? No, no. I was just this is just me talking. I okay, just, okay. I re- I really en- I really enjoyed watching Luca play, and just the 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 breath of fresh air he's brought to the game. Oh man, yeah. You know, and he's competitive. Um, I I feel like we could. Spend like five podcasts just talking straight Luka Doncic. That's how good he is. I think so. And yeah. um, good. I just love that he's just taking it right to Kawhi and Paul George and letting him yeah. hear it. He's backing up his trash talk, and what well, he was playing against grown men when he was like fourteen, fifteen years old, like grown men. It's crazy. When when I was fifteen, I, I was about grade nine. I was like, there's there's no way. If I went to the Y or went to play hoops at UW, like grown men would just destroy me. Grade 12 kids destroyed me. Like, mm-hmm. can, I can't imagine being 15 and playing against dudes who are 30. And like, still, hey? Being 6'6 six, six or 6'8 six, would help, but like. Yeah, but he's also, yeah, sure he's 6'6, six, six, but he's a buck 20. Yeah, yeah. Right, like, yeah, he's skilled, but he's still like, you know, it's amazing. I think it's amazing. Even Ricky Rubio was on Rio, right? Rubio um, so, Olympics versus Kobe. Oof, that was that fun. was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, question, question: Do you think the Suns can beat the Lakers four times? Go ahead, Drew. I don't know, like. To be honest, I haven't watched any basketball, so I have That's no fine. idea. Like, I'll just I'll, I'll pose a question to you this way: Do you think LeBron James has enough left in the tank to lose in the first round? Just based on history. No. Like, uh, I don't think so. But has he ever had to face a team like this in a first round? Not really. This is the Maybe in the East. In the East, like you're yeah. always playing teams that are Under 500. sub sub five hundred. Yeah. That's um, fair. That's good. This point. is probably the best. This is probably the best first test he's ever had. Yeah, except for the run when he was like a child and took his team to the playoffs or the oh, finals. The, with Ilgauskas. Yeah, Ilgauskas in, uh, yeah, in, in uh, two thousand and one against yeah, the Spurs yeah. that year. Yeah, yeah. I, so, you know, didn't he play Chicago? Didn't he play Derrick Rose in the first round? No. Oh. No. No, no, no. That's a Heat. That's when he was with the Heat, Derek Rose. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who played the first round. I know it was maybe it was Boston, Detroit. Detroit was the conference final. Yeah. Anyways. 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 What I was going to say is that this is the best team he's had to face as a Laker in the playoffs so far. Because yeah, the Heat were fifth, the, the Nuggets were fifth, I think. Um, every other team was a lower seed, basically. So this was his first yeah. real test. But the problem is Chris Paul is, once again, as we know, we've heard this term over and over again, Chris Paul is dealing with injuries. Chris Paul's hurt. He's fragile. Fragile. and So they don't have a chance without a healthy Chris Paul. With a healthy Chris Paul, it goes six maybe. games, I think maybe seven. But I also think it's funny that Chris Paul and State Farm are partners. <laughs> yeah insurance it's yeah you know i 
For me, I, I watched um, game one, and Anthony Davis was useless. Like, Anthony Davis does not have that killer mentality. Yeah, he had to get called out on social media. Yeah. TV. And it's and it's, it sucks because maybe if he was a bit more aggressive, those Pelicans teams could have done better. Maybe. Maybe. Not necessarily – not that he had to play better, but if, you know, held his team more accountable. Yeah. Maybe. Push guys to be better, right? Because <clears throat> they had some good players on those teams. Yeah, LeBron had to learn right. how to win too, so. Which, which is, you know what, I think is complete garbage. I think it's complete garbage, you know, because like, I, no, no, I know, I know from coaching you both that learning how to win is something you learn very early on. And learn, you, there's either there's kids who, who understand that concept of winning and kids who don't, Right. And you can tell, and I know you guys have coached too, that you have a certain team and there's just a bunch of kids who are just there to have fun. Totally okay with that. There's not a problem. <laughs> totally okay with that. You coach them differently. Right? You coach them how, differently. How like, okay, how okay are you on that? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not okay. To be honest, uh, it depends on the age. If you're coming into my high school basketball and you're just okay to have fun, <laughs> just go home. He just came go home. in with dental headgear. Okay, <laughs> he thought he could practice. Are you serious? Well, the one. <laughs> Are you serious? Well, the one... <laughs> Come on now. Caleb Mueller, shout out to the mule. You, you got to play to win the game. <laughs> you try, uh, yeah, I know, but there's just some kids who are wired like that. Uh, and take if you're telling me arts. that LeBron James, at 18, who has had his career carefully sculpted up until then, had to learn how to win. You always, then, then for sure I know why he's always on page one of those books when they're taking pictures. Well, I'm not trying to defend him. I'm not trying to defend him, but I think you might be wrong. Kind of are. It's no, I don't think so. Because it's different. It's not. That's a different kind of winning. Um, I think Dan loves LeBron. Oh, I think so. Stop it. Stop it. Um, I'm just. You had his Cleveland jersey. I know you did. I just. You bought it. And you and a, you and Justin Rowan. Is a baseball. Uh, oh. <laughs> we gotta be uh, part of the Chase podcast. Um, uh, join Justin and, and friends. Um. Anyways, okay. Forget it. Um. What were we even talking about? The Suns aren't gonna beat the Lakers. This is a stupid question. No, Chris Paul. They suck. I'll the take him to win. Showed up though. I'll take him to win. Yeah. Aiden's playing 41 minutes. Aiden, Aiden has been a surprise. Big time, big time. Big time. He's done really well. And you used to preach this more, Coach, that big men take way longer to develop, and you're seeing yeah. this happen right now, right? Absolutely, they do. I expected Aiden to be great from the start, just foolishly, really. But this is him developing in the moment. And uh, I'll give you two examples. There are three, actually. Shaq, Duncan, and Robinson. Right, they didn't have sick moves until a couple of years in. Shaq was all power in Orlando. He just couldn't stop the guy. Yeah, he had power in LA, but he also had his little hook shot, and his, his nuances were there. Tim Duncan, oh, and 150 more pounds. Yes, and 150 more pounds, which makes it easier to bounce guys all over the place. <laughs> but his footwork, right? his footwork was incredible too. Yeah, his footwork was incredible. Absolutely, for such a excuse me, such a dude, big dude. 
to be so nimble. Oh yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Right. So it takes, it takes bigs longer to, to get there. Point guards, it takes them longer to understand the mental aspect of the game. That's, you know, just my perspective over the years of coaching and you know, quarterback coaching, whatever you want to call it. So, Right, uh, next going, question. Next question. Next question. Will the Brooklyn Nets actually be threatened by the Boston Celtics? I don't. Calling us a sweep. Are they? Is that what we're doing? What, they're, they're playing win- right now. What's the score? They're winning right now. Boston. Boston's winning. Like by a, a good margin. Oh, wow. by seven. By seven. Well, so that one, forty seconds left. If Boston, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. so this one's done. Boston gets the W. This one's done. I'm surprised. Um, I saw the the Nets were up like nineteen to four or something when I checked it out. Um, Is this going past five though? I don't think so. No, it's gonna be a gentleman's sweep. I think. Um, this is the first time I'm cheering for Boston though. Tatum put up fifty tonight. Oh, there you go. Oof. Yeah, maybe if they didn't poke him in the eye last game either, he might have been. Um, might have been okay. Might have been okay. No, yeah, no, like, last game, it wouldn't have won. I feel for Boston. I think uh, Brad Stevens is going to take some flack uh, for their season, which is unfortunate. But um, Tatum's Tatum's someone – I can't remember which analyst. Some stupid ESPN analyst said that they're taking uh, – uh, maybe you guys would agree, actually, so I shouldn't call them stupid. But um, they would take Ja Morant over Jason Tatum. Yeah, that's stupid. Drew? Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, that's dumb. That's just stupid. Um, How bad is Kemba Walker, though? Yeah, Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. How's it doing? I said from the beginning. Six points. (laughs) Yeah. I said from the beginning, Kemba is always hurt. He's a nice piece to have. Like, in Charlotte, he was the guy. But he's always hurt in the playoffs. You know, always something. And he hasn't proven that he can lead the team. I would have kept Gordon Hayward. Yeah. That would have been way better. It's it's easy to be the guy in Charlotte, though. True. Well, like, yeah. Terry Rozier looks like a guy in, in Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless yeah, like, unless you're a uh, gentleman sweep, may be closer if they had Jalen yeah. Brown back. But well, Marcus, Marcus Smart is playing really well. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. You, you toss in you toss in Jalen Brown. That's another twenty five points. Evan Fournier, he's good. Yeah. Hasn't played great though. That's the problem. Tristan Thompson had a nice game tonight. Yeah, he, Tristan Thompson played good all series, surprisingly. Me and Tristan Thompson are beefing, okay? <laughs> Me and Tristan Thompson are beefing. He doesn't know it, but he ruined my fantasy season. Nice. He was complete garbage. Um, so, yeah, we're beefing. And I don't care if he plays for Team Canada or not. I'm, I'm not a fan. All right, well, I think it's going to be a gentleman's sweep regardless. But How about the Bucks? How about the Bucks? This one's done. Oh, sweep. Sweep. Like, Jimmy Buckets hasn't looked great. Nope. Trading for Oladipo did not help. Nope. Because he got injured. <laughs> right? Like, like Tyler Hero. What happened to him? Hey, if he comes to the Raptors, hey, I'll take him. Yeah. And Duncan Robinson, one of those two boys, they can come over and shoot the ball like nobody's business. I think one of them's a free agent, right? Duncan? I think it's here. RFA, he's at RFA. Okay. So, that's a, that's one of the the most surprising series for me. Big time. Like I expected, I expected Miami to be a little more competent. Right, we had this huge 
thing where, oh, Bam Adebayo can guard Giannis, blah, 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 blah. No. Nope. No. Nope. I think and they were roasting Giannis, right? They were, I think everybody's roasting Giannis for saying, you know, they're a tough team, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I think Stephen A. Smith went off one day. Of course. And like, I'm like, dude, he's just showing a little bit of respect. Like, I don't care. He's the MVP. He doesn't have to talk like everybody else's garbage. Former MVP, right? And then now he just goes out and sweeps up. So. Yeah, like. Or about to. It's funny because Jimmy was talking about being, Jimmy Butler was talking about being more locked in than ever before going into this series. And um, he's that did not work out for him. It's definitely not working out. Yeah. No. It's pretty um cool. You brought up a good point though earlier when we were pre doing the pregame docket, and <clears throat> I'll toss this to Drew because he's fresh. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Yeah, it's okay. That's it's okay. You that's have, when you guys didn't invite me. You wouldn't have the, been productive to, anyway to come on the show. Like You're just a show. pretty face. Like it's sports reverence, Joel. <laughs> I can pull. I can pull up my certificate handwritten. <laughs> it's pre- it's pretty easy to get one of those. <laughs> uh, they give one to Dan. <laughs> you can go through ninety-five percent of the ones, the people that have them, and uh, it's pretty. Um, it's a little suspect. A little, a little suspect. suspect. How did you? We'll, know? Invite, okay, we'll, the, we'll invite you to the Facebook group. <laughs> oh, please, <laughs> please do. I, you know, I would. There's a small part of me if if I was financially set in my Just life. Do it. <laughs> I would just go to Bible school, get my degree, and join that Facebook group. No, you don't even just have to do that. We, You can just get the credentials. It'll get you in uh, – you can get those in a year now. So, okay. Oh, hey. All right. What's the question? Anyways, the question, do the Bucks have a big three? No. Why? What's, what's the definition of a big three? Like three superstars. No, oh. they, don't, they don't have three superstars. Superstars is not necessarily true. So how else should you define def- big three? I, I don't think they have two superstars. I think three all-stars. Anyone can be an all-star. Yeah, you just have to have a good year. Yeah, you just have to have a good year. John Scott was an all-star in hockey. Yeah, but no, that's different. That's different. The other Look, than Kyle the five, Corver. Kyle Corver was an all-star on Kyle that Corver team with like Atlanta. Top five shooting three. So if he was on a team in his prime, you'd call that a big three? No. Exactly. <laughs> but I would argue what? that these guys are okay, they're not superstars, but they're I would say hold on, hold on. an all star, and I would say Drew Holiday's playing like an all star. Um So you're ruining my you're ruining my segue here because Go ahead. I it, I would agree with Drew in the fact that there's no three big names in the Bucks outside of people in Milwaukee, right? They wouldn't say, oh, big three like LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. But statistically, right, statistically, they're putting up numbers like you push, mentioned before. Yeah. Do you have those in front of you? I don't. Oh, that would have been nice to have. But uh, I can semi-remember. I know uh... – Drew Holiday's averaging 16 points, 10 assists, and 7 rebounds. Chris Middleton, I believe, is 24 points and something. Giannis is like 26 points and 15 rebounds. Um, so it's good numbers. They're good numbers. Yeah. Um, so 
when you say big three, um, I think of some teams like KD, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. Um, Those are all superstars. Not at the time. Not at the time. Ray Allen was KG was more of a superstar. They were based on their, but their names, right? They're brand names. Was Paul like, Pierce ever a superstar? He's got rings. Ring. Singular. Whatever. You just, Paul Pierce, you just hey. don't like Boston. You're not going to say anything yeah, good about you're him. You're biased. I just said Paul that Pierce got, I just said Paul that Pierce three. got stabbed and came back. In a wheelchair. No, no, no. That was that was after. He got speedily stabbed and came back. Him and Antoine Walker were fun to watch. You don't remember that, but they were yeah, fun to watch. Yeah, I bomb trays. I know. Right? Yes. Him pooping his pants and having yeah. to be taken off in a wheelchair. Like, I, like, we've talked about this before. I never would have said, said that on live TV. I would have kept that, taking that to my grave. Like, absolute to my grave. Oh, Paul Pierce just don't care. You know, that's why he got fired. Paul Pierce has done some dumber stuff in the recent <laughs> days. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Like, you know, you have to look at stats these days. Like, who else has a big three? Other than the Nets. The Lakers don't. No. But, see, they were calling the Lakers a big three last year with playoff Rondo. I think yeah, I think Denver will be close with that's, with, that's, with a healthy Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, I mean that's, that's further down the list. Yeah, right? no, but I say they're give give close. Michael Porter because Jamal Murray oh, yeah. plays like an all star yeah. for sure. So I agree with you, Drew. I, I'm just saying, okay, maybe. You don't have to call them a big three. Um, they're good enough with those three as their go-to for contending for a championship. I really think the Bucks yeah. are that good because of the I think so. of Drew Holiday. So yeah, getting getting Drew Holiday. I saw I saw a funny meme is uh, big three: Giannis, Middleton, point guard not named Bledsoe. <laughs> well, they like, should have kept Brogdon. Yeah. That was that was silly. I like I like Brogdon more than Holiday. But I think for for what they needed, they needed they needed a, a solid point guard who could perform. I think Brogdon Where, can do the point guard duties, but Holiday also brings the defensive end of things. Yeah, and that could be another close one too. The Pacers could have a big three. Yeah, but they underperformed big time. Who's their big well, three? That was that was Pacers. Sabonis, uh, Brogdon, Brogdon, Levert. And Levert. Oh, Levert. Yeah, I like Levert. But they're not. A, yeah. Yeah. They, hey, you never know. Next year could be. You guys. Miles Turner is good too. <laughs> well, Sabonis is an all star. Yeah, that's Brogdon a- could be an all star. Based on your definition. You said three all stars. Yeah, Levert's not an all star. He could be the dude. The dude kept the Nets alive. The last year in the bubble, pre pre bubble. He can score. He's good. Right. They were deep. Um I was I was really sad they didn't make the playoffs. I thought they would a healthy a healthy Indiana would have yeah. pushed Philly so hard. Oh yeah. Yeah. The playing games that they don't really count. Come on. Um anyways, okay. So what do you guys think about the garden rocking again? And we kinda of talked about Japan begging fans a little bit earlier, but it's good to see Playoff basketball in New York. It's, great. it's good to see fans in the stands. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
great level of competition. Like no one's, no one really expects New York or Atlanta to win a championship. <clears throat> but I don't think so. They it's probably one of the most watched first round matchups. So I really yeah. like Atlanta's team though. Yeah. For down the road, I don't like them for this year, but yeah, no, hundred percent. They're on the right. If track. they keep John Collins, maybe that'd be good. But yeah, Collins is balling. He, you know, things change. Things um, change. Okay, I'm, I, I'm I glad we all like agree the on fans that. Fans chanting "F you" to Trey Young, but that's New York, though. Come on, that's the gray line, right? When when verbally, it's the gray line of what's too far, but when you're throwing stuff and spitting on people, that's like definitely crossing the line. Yeah, like yeah, hundred percent. I can, yeah. I mean, it's not great. Yeah, I wouldn't Sticks want my kid stones. to be to be. <laughs> I wouldn't my kid to be in that atmosphere, but it's also part of growing up and in, in life. So whatever. A lot of people uh, on the other side, Drew, don't agree with sticks and stones anymore. Put your big boy pants on. <laughs> Especially yeah, sports like come on. Um, but uh, don't go attack like like in Utah they were attacking uh, uh, Ja Morant's family, eh? Like like. Yeah, that's no, like don't do that. Like, come on, that's so ridiculous. Um, okay, speaking of John Morant, nice segue. Yes, can he make the leap next year to NBA superstar? Next year? Yeah. Will he push the likes of Curry, Dame, uh, for that guard spot in the All Star game? You don't yeah. think so? Okay. Not yet. Not yet. He just dropped forty-seven points the other night. In a lot. Second youngest guy. Give him, give him three years. Three. You're calling yeah, it three. Like Curry is gone, kind of thing. You think so, eh? Yeah. I don't think Curry will ever be gone. Well, like, he's from, from like, from like that he'll just level. turn into a corner spot up shooter. <laughs> yeah. Just stick him on the. Or just from there. half. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like Ray Allen when he was forty. Yeah. Hundred percent. But uh-huh. yeah, I think he's still a little. He's got to develop a jump shot. Fair. That's hundred percent fair. Someone called him a was a Russell Westbrook plus. Plus? A plus. Plus. At this is at this stage of Russell Westbrook's career. Ah, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't even call uh, him a Russell Westbrook minus. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't the... see Russell Westbrook. Oh really? I do. I do for sure. Athleticism, attacking no. paint. He's smarter than Westbrook. That's why I don't see it. Like oh. Westbrook has been hold on. Westbrook has been in the league for so long now, and he has so much trouble identifying what's a good shot and what's a bad shot in the flow of a game. Well, any shot for Russ is not a good shot. Like hey, no, no. yeah, his shooting has gone down. <laughs> but under the free throw line he's good. Yeah, under the free throw line is good, but it's like That's you're going this huge run. You're going this huge run. And instead of holding the ball, passing around, finding a teammate, now I'm just going to pull up in four seconds in, into the shot clock, deep three for what? We all know you can't shoot threes, guy. That's just a bad shot. And, yeah. and it's, he's, he's been playing for so long. It's like, how have you not figured this out yet? You know, like, what, what, what's going on here that you haven't understood what is a good or bad shot? I don't know. That's just my take on it. I, you know, I would if also Scott Brooks is a terrible coach who lets him do that kind of stuff. So no wonder he does that in Oklahoma and here. But anyways, although um, does Scott yeah. Brooks lose to the to the Warriors being up three one? Yes, think so. 
I, I think so. Scott Brooks Billy is Donovan. a terrible coach. Billy Donovan, man, this is that. I don't that. know if Billy. That's a tough one for me. I think Billy Donovan uh, was not the right coach for that team. He he's a college been a good, coach. Yeah, he's a college coach, so you want to give him a team that's younger, doesn't have such an established veteran presence and voice in Russell Westbrook. Like, if he went to a Sacramento Kings team, I think expectations are lower, not less, lot less media fanfare. You know, good place to grow yourself. Jumping to OKC with Durant leaving and Westbrook becoming your focal point, not great. Not great. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. That Warriors team was blessed by God, giving Curry that shooting touch. So, you know, <laughs> unreal. Um, Jamal Murray, can he enter that superstar status next year? Because this year he was bubble, – bubble Murray was unreal. This year he kind of came down a bit and then he got hurt, which is whatever. He was dealing with injuries throughout the whole year. Yeah, sure. but assuming he's healthy, does he make that leap? Well, I think he he can. Mm-hmm. I don't know if statistically it'll look that like that because of the emergence of Michael Porter Jr. They're gonna have to learn how to play together, right? Like, right? There's only one ball, and Jokic has it in his hands seventy oh, percent of the time. Yeah. So, which is a good place for it to be. Yeah, but he's Absolutely. Jamal Murray is a good shooter. Like he'll get lots of open shots, so like, I think he can the ability to do it. I just don't think if you're looking statistics wise, he's not going to be like top five in scoring. Like, okay. but he'll have he's he'll have he's a stat stuffer. I think like I think in a good way, in a yeah, good way for sure. Yeah, I think also he'll be if you judge Jamal Murray, you got to judge him in the playoffs because that's when he really elevates himself. And um, that's where you'll see him kind of shine like you did last bubble time. So uh, I agree with the st- statistically, he's not going to be putting up the triple doubles. He's not going to be doing that, right? That's Luca. That's Westbrook. That's he reminds me like he could be like Kyle Lowry, like in yeah. in the prime years. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's a better score. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. That's a that's a good baseline comp. So to me, that, that's a good that, one. if he elevates himself in the playoffs and stays like that for the like stays consistent through the season, I think that's superstar level, top five, yeah. point guard at least. Uh, yeah, no, I I agree with you guys. I was uh, I was kind of hoping for like a bigger jump out of Jamal Murray this year, but. Uh, he, he really played within the confines of what the team wanted him to do. Uh, so I didn't really think about that until you guys brought it up. But, you know, this is, he's got to, it's going to be different with um, Jokic really coming on now and um, Michael Porter actually getting some burn and taking advantage of that. So that was, that's a, that's a really good point that you guys brought up. Well, they're a better um, team. They're a better team with Jokic dominating the ball. There's, yes. I don't think there's any question. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And Jokic took his game to superstar status this year. Wow, like, unbelievable, unbelievable. Um, talking about superstar stuff, 
God the Father seeks to provide high-quality streetwear. The God the Father goal is more than just awesome clothing. It's an opportunity to spark a conversation. God the Father apparel was created as a way for people to share their experiences with faith. For many, it can be a difficult thing to do. I know for me, it can be kind of hard. But God the Father gives an opportunity to share about your own experiences in an efficient yet subtle way. God the Father takes pride in their premium quality clothing. And uh, just because you guys listen to us and you follow us on our socials, we have a little, little, little discount for you. Sports Rev 15, sport with the S at the end, sports Rev, no S, 15. Uh, use that at checkout, save yourself 15%. Um, I've ordered two t-shirts. COVID has slowed shipping down with Canada Post. So day by day tracking, but it should be here hopefully soon. We'll, we'll toss Jonathan up on the, on the website there with him modeling the t-shirts for you guys. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited. They look cool. And uh, yeah, just it's going to, I think he's going to be surprised because the stuff is nice and good messaging. So yeah, God the Father, check him out. Boom. Visit our website. Boom. <clears throat> Coach. Yeah. Are we going to do oh, your like segment? Do you guys want to? Yeah. You want to? I think so. Likes and dislikes, okay? So Coach reminds me a lot like Charles Barkley sometimes. Um, Charles Barkley. I eat a lot. Um, he gives the facts. And uh, do you remember the line Charles Barkley says when he gives the facts? Indulge us, please. Huh? No, tell me. I can't, honestly can't remember. I honestly don't remember either. That's he, what I was hoping. He says, <laughs> on Charles Barkley's podcast, The Steam Room, um, they even made a segment for it. Uh, um, here's uh, the thing. And and here's the thing is 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 what, what Coach the says thing. all the time. And Coach says, whenever he wants to give a fact and a big fact, Coach will always say, here's the thing. So, Coach, give us some here's the thing Firstly. facts. That you got on your chest. Okay, well, these are all my opinions. These aren't facts, but here's the thing. Likes, likes. First round, the NBA playoffs. I've liked the upsets and the close games. Some of them have been blowouts. I get that. But there's been a lot more close games than I anticipated. What I don't like is the suspect refing that has been around superstar calls. Like, just call the game. I'm tired of this. Everybody's tired of this. Just call the game, um, and we'll move on to that. Fans, I drew, drew alluded to this earlier. I'm liking fans in the game. I think it's great. I'm happy. I wish I was able to go watch something live instead of just you know going to work and back because Winnipeg's back to lockdown. So I love, I love it. Liking seeing fans in the games. What I don't like is when you're watching from on TV. And that premium section is just empty. I don't get it, right? I don't get it. If it is it is it to make sure that COVID, you know, people are happy and there's no people? Because if that's the case, the cutaway shots show tons of people in the stands who are definitely not six feet apart. So I don't get it. I think that's dumb. Don't like it. I like the TNT crew. Shaq, Kenny, Chucky. And uh, Ernie, he's my favorite. Not the B team. I man. like the those team. Those guys. Only those guys. Only, yeah, only only those guys. Yeah, only those four. Um, what I don't like is reporters wearing masks while they're doing interviews and there's no one around, I didn't, around them. I don't get it. 
They're all virtual like reports, correct? From what, from what I understand, yeah. It's like, or just some. I saw some in the like in the bubble where they had like the big boom mic or whatever. That's fine, I, whatever. I get it. But now, if I'm Rachel Nichols and I'm doing an interview, and there's somebody in in the locker room on on doing the Skype or whatever, why are you wearing a mask? There's no one around you. I don't get it. It's so dumb. So dumb. Uh, I like players getting fined for breaking the rules. Porzingis, you lost some cheddar. Totally cool with it. You broke the rules. What I don't like is LeBron partying with everybody and not even getting a slap on the wrist, right? Imagine if LeBron actually got either fined, a game check, or suspended for game one. You're absolutely right. The series would be 2-0 for Phoenix. It would be unreal. It would be unreal. If LeBron... If LeBron didn't uh, have his fault before Porzingis, Porzingis gets suspended for sure. Don't you? Think? Oh yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Like if 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 Porzingis got suspended and nothing happened to LeBron, it would just cause riots. Yeah, heads it would roll. cause riots. Heads would roll. Um, last last set here. I want you to uh, say it. Say it. Say your line. Here's the thing. Yes. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love, I absolutely love, we talked about this before, players being confident. And like Dame, I take it back, Dame. Bella Dame, you are by far way better than Westbrook. Thank you. I take it back. <laughs> I take it back. Um, that, that, that has been put to bed in my head. That has been absolutely put to bed. I, I love and I love when players are confident. But like we talked about before, I don't get why you're happy just to make the playoffs, right? At this level, like just like in Ted Lasso, where he's like, oh, we're just coaching to have fun. And his assistant coach gets angry and says, no, we're professionals coaching to win. You got to win, bro. Just showing up to the party with your, with your little appetizer is not good enough. You're just the most important playing. Ted Lasso the point season point? two coming out on July twenty sixth. Apple TV sponsor. Oh wow! Oh wow! Look at you! I Look got it marked on my oh. counter. I love Ted Lasso. If you haven't seen Ted Lasso, great. go watch Ted Lasso. It's great. It's honestly phenomenal. Um, but though that's the, those are the things that I like this like so far from round one, and I'm sure there's more we could have picked out from, and I'm sure we could have picked done any of the playoffs. NHL, whatever, but yeah, it's it's been a, a good first round, except for the Philly-Washington series, which no one cares about because that's garbage. Um, yeah, can I ask you about the Jays quickly for a sec? Absolutely. Drew, did you did you watch Alec Manoa? I didn't get to watch Manoa yesterday, but I watched them pound the ball today in the rain. How, what, what I, I, start, I saw his stat line. Yeah, yeah. Good. If I if I told you, Drew, he had seven SOs. Do you know what that would mean? Strikeouts. Thank you. <laughs> no, I just thank think- you. That I thought that was I thought that was universal. Uh, Dan had no idea reading the lineup today. No just idea had whatsoever. A lot going on. Okay, I just had a lot going on. Um, yeah, you had to give read us a breakdown, and- Drew. Like, how do you think the Jays are looking overall? 
Well, I I actually think they're doing really well. the The problem is is that they've played so much against good competition, but they're what you really need to look at at this early in the season is their run differential, and their run differential mm. is plus thirty two. It's probably higher now after today's game. Uh, they won eleven to two. So um, they're up there with uh, uh, who's up in the, the the Rays, Yankees, and Red Sox. They're all about forty to fifty run differential. So they're 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 right there. Yeah. Like and Cleveland, like who's second in their division, is only plus four, but they've only played games against their own division. Sure. So and the Jays haven't played Baltimore yet. Right. And Baltimore yeah. is a double A team, basically. Yeah. Yankees and Red Sox have played them ten times each. So, yeah, and I like that. There's distribution, uh, like production coming from everyone in the lineup. Yeah. And yeah. if if and yeah. when Springer gets back, everyone moves down a spot. Ooh. You got Guriel hitting in the eighth spot then. Like and he's starting to come around. Oh yeah, we we just talked about him. A- April he April he was hitting one ninety eight. Now he's up to two fifty. Like yeah. that's a big jump in oh. not a lot of time. Yeah, but love it. It's, I'm it's excited. Good to have that depth, eh? Yeah, they just need to depth. beef up the bullpen. Ryu looked good today again. He's a superstar. Yeah, love it. To me, that was a big surprise. They signed him. Oh, I couldn't believe it because he I was, was so shocked. He was one of the best pictures in baseball two years in a row, yeah. and go to go from the Dodgers to the Blue Jays, like. Well, even just as a cultural fit, like there's yeah. so many more Asians in that region, right? It's like, you know, like, and not that Toronto isn't multicultural, but like, yeah. you'd expect West like Coast. West Coast, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's uh, that's interesting. That's okay. really interesting. All right, boys. Um, before we wrap up, let's just do a couple. Guestimations. So have your give your give your answers or one wires pretty much. Who are the Jets playing in round two of the NHL playoffs? Leafs. Leafs. Yeah, That's an easy one. It's gonna be the Leafs. It's gonna be the Leafs. I wanna say Montreal, <laughs> but it's gonna be the Leafs. Um who does who wins the the Brook I mean the, the New York Knicks versus Atlanta Hawks series? Because it could be close Ooh. to wrapping up. Could be close to wrapping up. Um, Monday, Monday now, but Tuesday. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Atlanta. I'm gonna say Atlanta. Atlanta. That Julius Randle looked looked so flustered today. Uh. So yeah, I'm picking Atlanta. Do the Wizards get swept? Yes. Yes. And final question. Because June first is a big day. This next week is going to be big for the NFL. Does Aaron Rodgers get traded? I don't think he gets traded, but I think he sits out. Yeah, but if he sits out, then he still accrues doesn't accrue a year for his uh, thing, right? His contract. I think he's not going to be playing week one. Mm. Oh, he doesn't sell. You're saying he sits out a few games potentially. Yeah. Um, is Aaron Rodgers a post June one trade candidate? 
I'm going to go on a limb and say the Packers pull something off. One more NFL. Julio Jones. Is he traded? No. No. I think they trade him. I think they definitely trade him too. I think Aaron Rodgers is gone. Um, Unless Green Bay can somehow pull Julio Jones. No, that's what I was just going to (laughs) say. Okay, yeah. (laughs) I was just going to say, if Green Bay can trade for Julio, Aaron will come back and play. Yeah, that would that would be amazing. Julio, that'd be amazing. Aaron Jones, ooh, buddy. So it's funny with the. Oh, we'll talk Aaron Rodgers another day. But uh, uh, it's it's just funny that not only he's sitting out OTAs for the first time, all the receivers, uh, Bakhtiari sitting out. Uh, doesn't really help Jordan Love in this sense, and puts the coach in a no, tough spot. That's tough. Uh, yeah, it's a tough position to be in. Last one. <laughs> we probably won't see. It. Do the Clippers? Lose to the Mavericks. Yes. This Over. game or Over the whole series? series? Ooh. Uh, no. No. Okay. Yes, no, and I say... No. Clippers are pulling... Here's, here's the real last question. Okay. Champions League tomorrow. City, Chelsea. Who do you got? Ugh, I don't really care about City. Ugh, why? I hate them both equally. I probably hate Chelsea yeah. more, actually, but... Oh, weird. I don't know. I hate Drew. That. Just just throw a guess out there, Drew. No idea. City. Okay. Guess the worst. You, what, you think Chelsea's gonna win? I want Chelsea. I want Chelsea to win. Why? I can't because City won the the title. They already can't. They can't win the title, the league title, and Champions League. That's just horrible. Okay. Okay. Anyways, I mean, well, they, I hate them both, but it's all horrible. It's soccer. <laughs> <laughs> One billion people just got offended by that. They don't know where Selkirk, Manitoba is, though. So he... <laughs> <laughs> um... None of them live near me. <laughs> Boys, we will be back next week. We will we will go over our answers, see how we did. Um, I hope we did well. Perfect, I know. And I hope we're pretty perfect. pretty perfect. So we will be back again. We will see you all later. Check out everything on our socials, our website. And peace out, world. Peace. Peace.